I sure appreciate that choir singing. It has blessed my heart. And uh, good to be in God's house tonight. And let's all stand for a moment. Everybody has an unspoken prayer request. Just raise your hand. If you've got a prayer request on your heart, just say what's on your heart. Or if you feel like testifying, you can do that too. Anybody got anything? Sunday. Uh, preacher Mike Rains and Preacher Ron Roberts coming to be the preachers for us in those two services. And Brother Mike Rains' his family coming to uh, sing for us. And uh, just wonderful people. Uh, let's, let's really pray for that homecoming and pray for those folks that's coming. And let me make a couple more prayer requests. <clears throat> the day after our homecoming, I was on the 8th, uh, Trey Brock is starting revival at Riverside Missionary Baptist Church. It's where Mike Callahan's pastor down by Cincinnati. And so really pray for that. And then the following Monday, which will be the 15th, uh, Trey and Chase Lay are starting a revival at Old Path. That's in a little town called Sardinia, Ohio. That's over east of Cincinnati. So really pray for those folks. And, and while we're at it, I, I was going to wait till the end of service to do this, but we've been talking about revival and praying about revival. And a lot of people's mentioned, and we felt revival when Chase Lay was here, and, uh, and different ones has mentioned that. And uh, I want to just put it before you, and I talked to Chase, and, and he said, if the church got me on their heart and, and felt like I needed to come, he said, I believe God would let me come. And so I talked to him about a time. He is so busy, he's tied up through the month of August. But September, he's available. And so we looked at it, and it looked like it would be a good time for him to come on the 11th of September, that's the second Sunday in September. He could come in the evening service, take care of his church over in Indiana uh, that morning. He'd come back that night and start on the 11th. Could I see the hands? Everybody like to see us do that? Boy, that looks like every hand. I'm not even going to ask if anybody's opposed. That looks like everybody. And that blesses my heart, and I'm excited and uh, looking forward. And we've got some time between now and then to really pray. And if we need to move up, let's try to move up. And, and I know without a doubt that every one of us has people, uh, friends and relatives and neighbors uh, that needs to come and needs help from the Lord that we need to invite. And so, so let's pray. Let's pray for revival and pray for Chase and let's pray for each other. Let's do our best uh, to get the word out.
anything else before we pray. Remember that. Remember that. Someone else. Remember that. Any others? Okay, pray for Sister Marie and have some heart tests Thursday. Yes, sir. Pray for Larry Jordan. Brother Larry was there today. <clears throat> we got to visit some with him. And, uh, just enjoyed visiting with him. But I, uh, Larry and I talked quite a bit after church, and he said, I, he said I've been to the altar about four times in, uh, in my life. He said, I haven't gotten quite satisfied, I don't think. And he said, I, I, need, to, I need to get satisfied. He said, I'd like to know I'm saved. And uh, so remember Brother Bill's request for him. We certainly love Brother Larry. Any others? Mary Jordan? Remember that. Someone else? Not, we'll ask Brother Bill Ray to lead us. that prayer and requests and all. Just keep praying. Uh, who'd feel like singing tonight? As I said, I appreciate the service at Athens and God blessed uh, our true singers to sing up there and I just thank the Lord for them a blessing and a help. Somebody feel like singing tonight? If you do, follow your heart. Sing what God's given you. <clears throat> 
anything. When I was uh, planning my trip up to Athens and got on heart dash Brother Neil to take care of this morning service and got on heart dash Cooper if he'd just be ready in case I didn't get back from up there if he'd take care of tonight's service. And of course, I got back, but I told Cooper, I said, let's just pretend like I didn't make it. <laughs> he said, huh? <laughs> I said, well, I'm here, but I'm a little tired, and uh, I know you was ready anyway, and so if it uh, please the Lord, I'll just turn over to Cooper here in a little bit. He's willing. I appreciate these young preachers. They, they sure a lot of help to me, and uh, I, just, I just can't put in words how much I appreciate them and what a blessing they are to me. And the church, of course. Let me ask one more time before I turn over to them. Anybody have a song on your heart? Let's give our utmost attention and let's pray right out of the depths of our heart. We turned over to Brother Cooper. Come ahead. Appreciate getting to be here tonight. Appreciate uh, the choir singing and that last song they sang. Uh, it's probably got one of my favorite lines in any of the songs we sing that says I brushed the dew off Jordan bank Jordan's banks and uh, what what a picture that song creates I, I'm looking forward to the morning uh, when I stand on the banks of Jordan and look across and get ready to cross over uh, looking forward to it excited for it uh, but I'm glad I'm not crossing Jordan alone uh, glad of that tonight I, I'm just I'm appreciative and thankful to be here and uh, if we're not careful I, I say this so many times but I mean it if we're not careful, we'll forget that we don't even deserve being here in this hour. God's been so good to us today that he let us gather in a place and worship him. I'm thankful for that. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've uh, preached on this before. And I was on my way here studying today, wondering where God would have me to be. Thought maybe I'd be somewhere in Corinthians. Thought maybe I'd be in Ephesians. And God brought this scripture back to my mind. I don't know why, but I pray tonight that it would help you. And I just want to follow him and do whatever he asked me to do. So it'll be in the third chapter of the book of Daniel. And uh, I'll tell you, some of my favorite scripture right here, and uh, an encouragement to the people of God, no doubt. So, third chapter of the book of Daniel. Third chapter of the book of Daniel, in the first verse said, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was three score cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent together, sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then the princes, the governors, and the, the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together under the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then an herald cried aloud to you, to you, It is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. And whoso falleth not down and worships shall the same hour be cast in the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Therefore at that time when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and all the kinds of music, all the people and the nations and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And you, you just pray. This is going to be a little bit more reading than I'm used to. 
Uh, but I want to skip down into verse 12. It says, uh, they, I'll just give a little bit of preface. So these, these men, they'd set up this golden image, and there was a bunch of men. The Bible tells us that every man of every nation and every language had bowed down to this golden image. And, uh, but the Bible specifies three men here and goes on a little bit further. And we find that after the, 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 the uh, sounds had went off and it was time for them to bow down and worship that golden image, the Bible says, There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. And then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now if ye be ready that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into a midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of mine hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. And we'll stop there for a moment. I'll, I'll, I'll probably read a little bit more later, but you just pray and I, I'll take my time. And some of my favorite scripture in the whole Bible, and I'll just say this, uh, the first time I ever really remember getting in the kingdom, I'll say, and really getting in and preaching, and I'll say, it wasn't me that preached, but Jesus came through and used me. I was at Smyrna, and God bless this scripture. And I'll never forget that experience. I thank God today for the calling He's placed on my life. But we find these men, and we, we find this scripture here. It says that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, had made an image of gold. And I'll say this today. It says that it was three score cubits. It was a large, probably, statue. It was a big thing to look at. It may have been pretty to look upon. It may have been something that was pleasing to the eye. And I'll say this. It may have been easy in that hour to fall down and worship that golden image, Terry. And it may be easy in this day and hour to find something that the world has presented to us and to bow down and begin to worship and honor it. But I'll say this tonight, just because it looks good, just because it seems nice, does not mean that it's good to worship and good to follow. Those boys over there, those three men, we find that they found themselves in that place. And I'll say this tonight, as the children of God, we will find ourselves in a place where we have to make a decision what we're going to worship. And there was men in the nation and men of the, that country there, and it said the men of all languages, of all the countries came and they fell down and they worshiped and they fell down and they worshiped that golden image that the king had set up. And I'll say this tonight, just because someone is in a high place and just because someone has authority and has power does not mean we worship them. I'm not worship, worshiping the president. I'm not worshiping a king. I'm worshiping the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm worshiping the one who from the beginning was there. He said he is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega. I'm worshiping the one who hung the moon and the stars in their places. He's not just some natural king. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he's the one who paid the price on Calvary. And I'm thankful for that tonight that he came and paid the price. But we find that these men were over there and Nebuchadnezzar had set up this image and I'll say this just because everybody else was falling down and worshiping 
does not mean that we're supposed to. Do you see what I'm saying tonight? Just because the world is going this way, just because they say the church of today is going this way. I saw a sign the other day. It said a changing church for a changing world. How sad that is, folks, that the church is changing. As far as I know, my God hasn't changed in thousands of years. And I thank God that He's an unmoving fixture, an unchanging fixture. And as far as I'm concerned, it is that is if He doesn't change, I'm not supposed to change. Folks, if He doesn't change, I plan on not changing anytime soon. If it offends somebody, so be it. I'm going to continue to worship Him until the day I die because He's been good to me through the good times and He's been good to me in the bad. He's been good to me when I didn't know where I was going to go. And He's been good to me when I was on the mountaintop. Can I say that today? He's worth standing for today. He's worth standing firm on the Word of God and saying on the right side. This world will tell us that it's an old way. It's a forgotten way. It's the only way tonight. I'll say that. The world will say, we found this new way. We've got this way for you to get into heaven. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I didn't plan on getting on over all that, but listen tonight. I don't know where you're at tonight, but if you think you found a better way, and I'm not saying just Lima Missionary Baptist Church, but I'm saying the way tonight. Understand that. I'm not just saying because we're Lima. I love my church. Understand that. But I'm saying you need to find a place if you're not going here that really presents the way and it doesn't give you a watered down gospel. But I thank God, Terry, that you tell me the truth and God tells me the truth. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Can I say that tonight? I thank God for a gospel and a God that isn't afraid to step on my toes every once in a while as Chase was preaching the other night, I begin to think, thank you God for being able to direct me and thank you God for pointing me in the right direction in my life. If we're not careful when we go to a place that is watered down and just doesn't care and doesn't care to tell us the truth, our life will get in a royal disaster because there's no direction and no guidance if we aren't careful. I encourage you today, if, if you're looking for a church, find a place that tells you the truth. Don't, don't settle for something less. You may have children. Your children need to hear the truth. Amen. Thank God my parents brought me to a church that teaches and preaches the truth. Amen. Wouldn't trade it for any other thing. But so we go on. I didn't plan on getting all that, but you pray. But we go on and we find that he told them, he said at, the, at all these sounds, when the music and, and everything goes off, he said, when those go off, it's going to be time to bow down. And we, like I said, everyone in that nation of every country and every language bowed down, but I thank God tonight, there was three men, the Bible says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when those sounds went off, Bill, they, they sat there, and I believe as they sat there together, Terry, the Bible doesn't say this, but can I paint a picture for you for a moment, I believe that when they sat there and those sounds went off, I believe they looked at each other and they said, fellas, we've got a decision to make here, we've got to choose whether we're going to stand firm for God, or we're going to fall with the rest of the world, can I encourage you today, when you get in a place where you've got to make a choice whether you're going to fall with the world, world or whether you're going to stand with God, get some people with you and stand firm on the Word of God. I thank God today, Jeremy, that we're not in this alone. And when I go looking for people, then I ask them, are we going to stand firm? And they look at me and they say, without a doubt, we're going to stand firm on what God has done and what He's promised us today. I thank God that He's made promises and I'm going to stand on them. You remember that today? God's promised us that He'll never leave us, He'll never forsake us, and we're never going to be forsaken. I'm going to stand firm on that today and trust and hope and believe that the God of all glory is going to take care of me and He's never going to forsake me or leave me alone and hear me good and well tonight when you get in that situation
situation and you've got an option presented in front of you, I encourage you to stand firm on the Word of God and not leave what God has done for you. There's been a few times, Bill, when I've been presented with an opportunity to make a decision and once or twice, Bill, I've made a decision to go with the world. What a sad place to be in. And then I'd go out in the world and start living and I'd look back to where I was and realize what a mistake I had just made and I would have traded everything at that moment to get back where I was. Can I tell you tonight if you're in that place, get back where you were. Preacher, I don't think I can. Can I tell you tonight, God's got forgiveness stored up for you. God's forgiven everything and He's casting as far as the east is from the west and listen tonight if you want to be forgiven, God's got it for you. Preacher, God don't love me anymore. God loves you so much today that He allowed you to be here. I'm not bragging on me, but He's allowed you to hear this message. He's had this designed out for you that it would help you. Don't let it fall and be without, uh, without seed. Don't let it fall. Let it happen and let it work. Let God work in your life today. So we go on a little further and we find these men as they begin to get ready and we find that they went over there and the king had been told, one of his servants had told him, he said, when that, when that sounded and when that happened, when they were supposed to bow down, he said there was three men over there that they didn't bow down. And he goes on and he begins to call them under the king's palace. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar calls them and we go on and he finds that, we find that he said, Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods nor worship the golden image which I have set up. He goes on and he tells them, I'll just put it in my words. He said, now, now if you're ready. He gave them another opportunity. I'll say this. The world may present it to you again. Do not change. Jeremy, I don't want to change. There's people in my life I, I know need help. There's people I know need to see Jesus. And I know, Terry, that if I change and I falter, they won't see it in me. I want them to see the truth. And hear me today, I don't care how many times it's presented to you. Don't take it. Don't take the option. It may be the easy way out. Can I say that tonight? It may first look like it's the easy way out. Do not take it just because it looks like it's an easy way. I'm glad tonight I'm in the glory land way. And it's the best way there's ever been. I'm glad that I wouldn't trade it for the world. So we find that these men go on and he looks at him. He says, now if you're ready, will you bow down? Now if you're ready, will you bow down? And he said, who is this God that you're serving? Who is Him? And they go on. They says, they answer to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and He will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. And so we find that these boys, I'll say this, what great statement of faith that was. How important it is today that to the world we make a statement of faith. Not only in our words today, but in our actions. Those men looked and they said, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us. They were driven, I believe, off past experience that God could take care of them. Listen, if God's taken care of you before, why would He not take care of you now? Can I ask you that please? If God's taken care of you before, do you think He's changed? Why would He not take care of you now? If He took care of them then, He's going to take care of you now. So we find that those boys were over there and they looked at Him and they said, Oh King, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. I'm glad today that I don't have to worry about what the world thinks. don't have to worry about what the world wonders. I've just got to stick to my guns and I've got to stick to what I know and stick to what God has told me and keep living for the right side and keep living for Him and everything will be okay. I believe those men, uh, what a great statement of faith this was here. 
something to learn from. So we go on further, and they tell him, they said, we're not going to bow down. And uh, it says that uh, Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. He was so mad at those boys that he said, I'm going to heat this fire seven times more than it normally is. The world may despise us, Jeremy, may look at us and say, I'm going to put them through everything I can. I'll say, it's not God's never left us alone. I don't want to jump ahead of myself here. I want to stay where I need to be. But it says, he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. And these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace was exceeding hot, the hot flames slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell, down, fell bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and he said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three, three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True king. Listen to this verse. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. So you pray, I'll, I'll shortly come to a close, but we find out one of my favorite parts of this whole scripture, it says that Nebuchadnezzar put his mightiest men to bind these boys and to tie them down. And he, he had everything planned out that he was going to get rid of and was going to get rid of the problem. I'll say this tonight, the world may try to get rid of us, may try to do this. I'm glad God's got everything under control tonight and He's got it taken care of. But we find those boys as they threw them in, it says the fire was so hot tonight that it burned the men that were throwing them in the fire. It says that it burned them up, them boys. It got ready to throw them in. And something that I'll never understand, Terry, but I sure am thankful for what a picture the Bible creates here. As we walk through the fires of life today, we have a promise from God that He'll not leave us alone. So we find that as those boys were cast into the fire and they were in there, it says they were cast bound loose in the fire. And we find that as Nebuchadnezzar, I can see him up on his palace, Terry, he was up there looking down into the furnace and he looked down and he said, what in the world is going on with those boys? I don't understand. We threw them in there bound. I'll say this first thing tonight. They got thrown in bound and they were up loose and walking. God has the power to free us from anything. Can I say that tonight? In the middle of the fire, God's got the power to let us get up and walk around. Aren't you glad of that? We don't have to sit in the middle of the fire and stay there. But listen, when we're in the fire, I'd rather be in the fire with Him than be out of the fire without of Him. I've got the power to walk in the fire with Him. And I thank God that I've got the power to walk through the fires of life with my master and I wouldn't trade it for any other thing but we find that Nebuchadnezzar was over there and as he was looking down he said didn't we cast three of them boys in there I don't understand we cast three of them bound in the midst of that fire he said they answered and said yes O king he said I see four loose walking in the midst of the fire and the fourth appears to be like the son of God thank God tonight that when I'm in the middle of the fire with my friends and my good Christian buddies that he's right there with me and he's never once not been there every fire that I've ever been through he's been right there walking with me stride and stride saying keep pressing on through this fire it's going to be worth it after a while I'll say this tonight Terry I wouldn't trade any fire I've ever been in with him for anything it's taught me more and allowed me to grow 
Oh, tonight be thankful for your fire. Be thankful that you're in the fire with Him and keep walking in it. I begin to think about this. I had never really thought about this. I was on the way here. And I begin to think about how they heat and they treat steel. And listen tonight, the way they heat and treat steel to bring it stronger and bring it stronger and get it stronger so it won't break. They put it in the fire. They leave it in there. They pull it out. They want to make it stronger. They heat treat it again. They put it in the fire. They pull it out. Tonight you say, I'm in the fire so often. Can I say God wants to make you stronger? God wants to get you real strong tonight so you can help somebody else. God, you may say, I'm struggling, preacher. I'm in the fire right now. I say, can you look for Him in the midst of your fire? I promise you, He's in there tonight. He's in that fire. And you may not realize it right now, but God so much is wanting to make you stronger so you can help somebody in your life. And when the battles of the future come, He's wanting to get you stronger so that you won't falter and you won't break under that battle. Thank God tonight that He wants to make us stronger. One more point and then I'll be done. You say, preacher, what's the point in this fire I'm in? What's the point in this storm? We read on, I'm not going to read it. We find that those boys were in that fire. Went in the fire, were loosed. And Nebuchadnezzar saw the Son of God, said, it looks like the Son of God. He commanded his men, he said, go get him out of there. Something's going on here, I'm putting it in my words, go get him out of there. Says he brought him out, began to talk to him. He asked him, who is your God? How in the world? He looked in amazement. Can I say today, the world, when you step out of that fire, the Bible says there was no smoke. Their clothes weren't burned. They were in the best shape they've ever been. When you step out of the fire, in the best shape you've ever been, the world will look at you and wonder, who is your God? Who are you serving? Because I want to serve Him too. You say, preacher, this fire ain't worth it. Can I say, look into the future with me for just a little moment. I love what the Bible says. It says, where there's no vision, my people perish. Tonight, have a little bit of vision with me for a moment. I know it's hard. I know it's a struggle. But look in the future to out of the fire and realize that God's got you there for a reason and God's wanting to help somebody through your fire. And God's wanting to show somebody just how good and how real He really is. Is. Thank God, and now I'll take the fire if it's going to help somebody in the future. Listen, tonight we find those men. He went on a little bit further, and Nebuchadnezzar looked at him. He said, Blessed be the, your God. Blessed be the one whom you're serving. Listen, that man that day was converted because of some actions of three little Hebrew boys that chose to stand firm on the Word of God and to stay in the fire. Tonight, how important is it that you stay in the fire? Someone's soul may just be in the balance tonight. It may be the difference in somebody seeing Jesus and somebody not seeing Him. So tonight, if you're in the fire, I encourage you, be thankful for the fire and stick with it. Preacher, I can't continue like this. I can't. Like I said, I encourage you, look in your fire and find Him. You say, Preacher, I've been in the fire so long, I don't think He's there. I'm telling you today, He's in that fire and He's wanting to help you. Let's get a song. I don't know what you're in need of. I know it's not really a message of the lost, not really a message of the church. Maybe you need some form of encouragement. Maybe you say, preacher, I've been in the fire. Come and find him in the fire. Come and say, God, I need you right now. 
God, I've been in the fire so long, I don't know just what to do. But God, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to make a commitment right now. I'm going to fully devote myself and say, God, if it's in the fire with you, I'll take it. Can I say that tonight? Listen, we're about to have revival. I'm excited, looking forward to it. But can I say this? Don't wait till night one of revival to get ready for revival. Get ready for revival right now. Get on fire right now. Start living for Him right now. That way when revival comes, you can be in a place to tell somebody, hey, come see what God is doing at our church right now. Come to revival and come see what God is doing. All of what David said over there, and I'm, I'm going everywhere, but listen for just a moment. He said, wilt thou revive us again? Listen today, if we want revival, God is wanting to send it. But we got to come and say, Terry, yeah. I want revival. Yeah, I want revival down in my heart. Can I say that tonight? I want revival down in my heart. I got a little piece of it when Chase was here, but I'm wanting more and more of a fire down on the inside of me. I need some people tonight, hear me good and well, to come and say, I want the fire to be burning on the inside of me to work and to labor for Him. The Bible says the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Thank God I'm a laborer in His field, and He's a good paymaster. I encourage you, come and get revived tonight. Come and get right. Sing when you're ready. Make a step of faith and say, God, I'm, I'm coming to get ready for revival. They said for Jesus, your friends about to die. But Terry, he's still on behind. That's gospel preaching. And the Lord's so here. And he's calling somebody. I'd urge you to come while the Lord's calling. That's Holy Ghost preaching. Thank God for the preaching. Thank God for his Holy Spirit. Jesus you that God's speaking to, you know where he's speaking. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. And so many points of reference in that message. Encouragement, direction, and uplifting. Obey the Lord. Whatever you need, God can handle it. That's what Cooper's been preaching. And the Word of God backs it up. Amen. Amen. Come on. We all have some struggles, but God can get us through it. Will you trust Him today? Are you willing to just put yourself in His hands? Here I am, Lord. Help me. He'll do it. That's what Cooper's been preaching. God will do it. Coming down the road was Jesus right on time. Just hold on, my child, because he's not too far away. And he knows your need before you From the mountain you have climbed, look ahead, here comes Jesus right on time. So when your feet are
weary from the mountain you have climbed look ahead here comes jesus right on time amen hey, boy that's good singing thank the lord thank the lord well i appreciate that i appreciate believe god's calling believe somebody still needs to come even right now I hardly know what to do uh, please obey the Lord somebody else got a song on your heart why don't you just lead us to the congregation another uh, so, so something needs to happen here uh, please obey yeah Sure did. And we need to, as Christians, not be afraid to face the flame. Amen. Not be afraid to have the whole world away. Right. Not be afraid to have things, have things taken away from us. Amen. Because God has so much more for us. Amen. That's good testimony. Amen. Consider that. Same when you're ready. Somebody needs to do something. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord.
See, when we follow the Lord, it blesses us and blesses other people too. Anyone else? I'll remind our men we'll have a brotherhood meeting uh, after service tonight. Well, fellowship all visit and talk a little bit. Anyone else have anything though before we come to a close? Sister Charlene, and uh, she does so much work toward the homecoming. And she's so encouraging, and uh, those words encouraging everybody just to do what you can and what you feel like doing, what you're able to do, and uh, great words of encouragement. And so, really remember that. Again, pray for our homecoming. And you probably heard her say Wednesday night after church, we set up the tables and chairs and stuff like that for the homecoming. So remember that. Six thirty. Okay, ladies' club meeting tomorrow. Church, church six thirty. Appreciate that announcement. Anybody else? Okay. They're calling for thunderstorms, so if it is thunderstorming, we're just going to move that to Tuesday. Okay. Five o'clock sometime. So mulching tomorrow, if weather permits, at five thirty. Five. Oh, five. Okay, five o'clock. Okay. Remember that. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Right. Amen. Hope you could hear what Linda said. She's thanking everybody for the work that's been done, cleaning and doing things here in the church. Great big list back there. and People really pitched in and, and took it to heart and put labor and time in. And she's thanking you. And, and likewise, I say thank you, too. Okay. Anyone else? Not, we'll ask Brother Levi and pray dismissal.